Christian. Welcome, friends, to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. On Friday, when we're doing Nature Strip Radio, and uh, we were selling somebody's waterbed for them, uh, we found out that uh, I don't even know how you have to drain these waterbeds so you can move it because they obviously weigh quite a bit. And you can either join it yourself with a uh, garden hose, or, and this was a big revelation for all of us, you can hire someone to come round and do that, drain your waterbed. And we all had the same thought, wait, that's a job? That's a job. These days, there are so many new jobs that didn't exist 10, 15, 20 years ago. It's hard to keep up now with what actual people can earn a living doing. Yeah, it's hard to imagine that that person is working full-time doing draining waterbeds all over the city, but maybe... I would imagine that it's one of a number of things they drain. What else would you drain? The drains. You've got a blockage. Mm. You've got a blockage in the shower or down there. I think they are an expert in anything to do with drainage. You call the drainage guy. Drain a pool, maybe? Drain. Yeah, see there. Once you you start brainstorming, (laughs) Once once you start draining. The world of drainage (laughs) is bigger than we think, guys. So this morning, if you're sat on the way to work right now and you think, I bet I could call them up and I've got a job that you wouldn't even think is a job, we want to hear about it. So if you think you've got a job we would never have heard of, we will give you a prize. If we've heard of it, you don't get the prize. But give us a call. Test us. Do you have a job you think that we've never heard of? The Christian O'Connell Show Podcast. We want you to call us up this morning. I've got a job you may never have heard of. I remember once waiting for a takeaway about two years ago. And, uh, you know, sometimes you can have a sit down there. Yep. And they give you a little complimentary beer. We wait for food. And I was chatting to this other guy. And, you know, make a small talk. What do you do? What do you do? And this guy was an underwater welder. And at first I thought he was Amazing. winding me up. I went, underwater welding? How does it work? They then, live then? down there for a month. <laughs> no, they don't. No, no, they do. They had you on. No, no, no. Google it. They have to stay down there because it's so deep. What? So they have like a space station but underwater? They sink a kind of big cabin down there with compression chambers of that. Oh but you are down there for a month. And it's really far down because these, these big sort of cables are there, they're at the mm. bottom of the ocean. Yeah, he goes oh, there like three times a year. They're down there for like four to six weeks. Yeah. And he'd come up just to get some Chinese Yeah, just get his takeaway for the team. <laughs> then he goes go, bump, 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 all the way back down. It's going to get cold. Uh, Christian, my son is an underwater ceramic specialist. He might know them the guy I met at the Chinese two years ago. All right, let's go to the line. So we've got Steve on the line. Good morning, Steve. How are you? I'm good, Steve. So have you got a job that we've never heard of? I think so. Uh about four years ago, we was renting a house, me and the family, up in Queensland in uh, Noosa. And uh, on about the third third day in the morning, a guy knocked on the door, had a little white van, and he said he was here to change the pool cue tips for the uh, pool cues. So you were staying we thought- at a place with a pool table, and his job is to come around... Yeah, I, I, I think the, the people who was renting the house, obviously the week before or before, was complaining about the pool cue tips. Were they well, like pro players <laughs> or stuff like that? The cue tips. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was a bit of a strange one. We just couldn't believe it. There was a guy that was his job to uh, change the pool cue tips. Wow, wait. got to do it. Yeah, never heard of it. All right, Steve. Thanks for coming. Have a good week. How are you, Sue? Good morning. Good morning, how are you? I'm good, so hope you had a great weekend. And uh, you heard about a job that we've never heard of. Uh, yes, it's not actually me, but I'm sort of part of the process. I work in a Defence Force base, and the staff that come round after COVID to do the sanitisation of everything, they call themselves knob washers. Sorry? They, they call themselves knob washers because they wash the doorknobs. They wash, they wash the doorknobs? 
they, not the whole door or clean or anything like that like a, a cleaner would do, but they're just doorknob specialists. Yeah, they're knob washers. Yeah, we got the first yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Remember during COVID, for a while they had the people in the high vis vest that were doing oh all the God, um, those kids, the poles. Yes, <laughs> so they were doing yeah. such yeah. a lazy job. It was yeah. like walk past a pole, like yeah. give it give a, a little pump, swipe. a light spray with that little spray thing. These were the people keeping this city safe. Uh, exactly. All right, Sue. Thank you very much for telling us about the knob washers. Let's go to Jim. Good morning, Jim. Morning, everyone. How are you? I'm good, Jim. What's a job we've never heard of? I polish beer tanks. So what's what do you mean like the, big, I, the big containers? In, in a lot of the pubs, the Carlton Draft have big brass copper uh, tanks on display. Yeah, for uh, for the the new type of beer that they're doing, and uh, every three months I go around uh, the venues and polish them. So how do you want polish the outside, or do you have to get yeah, in the inside uh, and give it a clean? No, just the outside. Just up a ladder and um, spray the wax and polish on it and wipe it off and check for any rust that's on the uh, the tanks as they well. They do look they shiny, the ones no, you see on display. They, they look they really sparkling. Look, yeah. yeah, they look, all, they yeah, look impressive. Yes, yes. And so how many years have you been doing that, Jim? Did you do something else I, and then sort of pivot into just, it? I only just started in March uh, and we do them every three months. Are you enjoying it? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a Scottish guy working in a pub. I mean, this is uh, what you dream how of. Pub, how hard is it to go to a pub and not buy a beer? Yeah. That... <laughs> <laughs> and what's the name of your company? Is it your own business? Uh, I, I subcontract for another company. Uh, my company is Suburban Property Services, uh, and I specialise in uh, renovations and maintenance in homes. And uh, I subcontract this job from a place called Reba Scientific who supply the chemicals to polish it. Sounds like something out of a uh, Marvel movie, yeah. some nefarious company, <laughs> you know. Um, Jim, good on you. Thank you very much for giving us a call, mate. Right, thanks. And uh, let's go to Tony here. Good morning, Tony. Yeah, how are you, Chris? Patsy, uh, Jack? How are you, Tony? We're, we're good, Tony. Now, listen, I know you spoke to Jack when you called in, and Jack said to me, listen, you've yeah. got to hear what Tony does for a living. What do you do for a living, yeah, I Tony? I've got a job you've probably never heard of. It's um, when the... Brand new cars come off the ship in the docks. What what I do is I have to put the car up on the hoist, sit under it for about an hour and a half, two hours with a stick wrapped with duct tape on the end of it and go through the whole underneath of the car, the engine bay, the whole lot and pick out little, little tiny seeds like the size of a rice grain you and kidding. find them all for quarantine. So it's like border like force, yeah. but for cars. Yeah, there's little tiny seeds that come from overseas and yeah. you've got to get them out for quarantine. And then once you finish the car, biosecurity come and check the whole car. If they find one seed, you have to redo the whole car. Oh, wow. I mean, it is rigorous. I remember when we emigrated here, we had to, uh, had to really clean all the... Uh, all our walking boots, the mountain bikes, any bit of oh, sea hate, or they mud. They hate you going on a hike oh, overseas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. That overseas <laughs> soil and mud in this country, Pommy, no way. And about a month ago, we one car failed, so we had to do the whole like lot of those cars again, which was about 50, 60 cars. Oh, my wow. God. Tony, what amazes me... Just because me- they found one seed. Oh. Is that they don't have a specialised tool for you picking the seeds? Yes, that's it's what just I'm, a stick I keep with some thinking. Of that. <laughs> yeah, can you get like a lint roller? You get at Woolies. I've got one of those just to get the little baubles off. Can you get a giant one on a long stick? Yeah, no. Nah, all they do is put duct tape around it and a long stick, so you can get into all those tight places around the engine bay and 
underneath around the disc brakes and everything. Because these little seeds, they stick to anything. Do you know what, Tony? Your is who we needed during COVID to go round yeah. wiping COVID <laughs> off all the uh, street size and that, not the young kids we had doing no, it, basically. With your gaffer tape stick. Yes. <laughs> you get on the end of that tape. <laughs> and it pays pretty good, too. Oh. Tony, we'll send you a prize. That's a great one. Thanks for calling in, mate. On a brighter note, you're listening to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast.